to Enter the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis, on 94.1 FM, Wave 94. And I am going to continue my um, teaching on how to divorce-proof your marriage. This is a very special assignment that Daddy God, Abba Father, Yuhei Lord God, Christ Jesus, and Lord God, Holy Spirit, gave me. As you know, this has been a very tumultuous time for us in the United States of America and throughout the world. And with all these, the extra pressure of the coronavirus has put even more stress on marriages. At the time when the Lord asked me to do this, I didn't realize how important it really would be. But let's do some quick recaps because this will be our 13th session on how to divorce proof your marriage. We know, first of all, that we are dating our representative. This is the best version that your future spouse is presenting to you, right? We also know that God has given us four laws. These laws protect the marriage. If you do not violate these laws, you will have a divorce-proof marriage. Then we also talked about supernatural sex and how God created sex and that supernatural sex is something that solidifies the marriage, increases the bonding between the husband and wife so that nothing, nothing can separate them. It's also for procreation because God wants more. He wants us to reproduce. He wants us to be fruitful. He wants us to multiply. He wants us to to replenish the earth and subdue it. So supernatural sex is the coupling of the spirit, the coupling of the soul, and then finally the coupling of the bodies. We are at the time now where we are have to understand that we need to be in it to win it. There's something awesome if you can wait on God, listen to his voice, and hear him pronounce his blessings, the Barak, over your marriage. The blessing of the Lord is phenomenal, and it can transform your marriage. The last episode on episode 12, session 12, I discussed what? I discussed the Word of God and how it is at the highest frequency level of faith and that it is a substance that we cannot see. And it actually is a substance that we pronounce, we speak with belief. We speak belief. And when we speak with belief, the word of God, it transforms into something called faith. And faith is the substance of things that we hope for, the evidence of the things unseen. Yes, faith is real, just like electricity is real, just like the atom is real, just like the electron is real, just like the proton is real, just like the neutron is real, just like alpha, beta particle, the quirks. All of these are real, and they impact this physical realm. Matter of fact, this physical realm came from the invisible realm, the invisible realm where faith is activated. 
I talked about um, Pastor Dr. Bill Winston, how his marriage is phenomenal because he pronounced the word of God over his wife. He pronounced a proverb, 31 woman, and I'm sure she spoke words of the word of God over him. So you have been given everything that you need to assure that you will have a divorce-proof marriage. When people get married, they don't get married out of wanting to get divorced. It is later when the marriage is bombarded by the enemy because he wants to tear you apart. Because if you, your husband, your wife, if you become one and focus on the word of God and Christ Jesus, there's nothing that you guys can't do. You can turn a desert into the Garden of Eden. So let's talk about the forces, the forces that most people do not recognize that comes against the marriage. Matter of fact, these forces come against you. And so there are three categories of sin. It's the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. Most people would like to say that this sin is worse than that sin, but God doesn't look at it that way. Daddy God, you hey, vai hey, he looks at Categories, categories, the lust of the flesh. Jesus actually was tempted on all three categories. You and I have been tempted on all three categories. In your marriage, you will be tempted on all three categories. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, and the pride of life. Yes, so you say to yourself, Dr. Davis, Dr. Davis, what can you give us some examples of the lust of the flesh, lust of the eye and the pride of life? No, let's take the, the temptation of Christ Jesus in the desert where he fasted for four, fasted for 40 days from food and water. And of course, Satan's M.O. is the attack when you're at your lowest to attack when you're at your weakest. And of course, he attacked Jesus towards the end of his 40-day fast where he was thirsty and he was hungry. I hunger, he said. And quickly Satan came, knowing that Christ Jesus, who was operating as a man full of the Holy Spirit, he did not walk in his own Godhead. Jesus Christ is God the Son. Okay, so basically, he was totally dependent on Daddy God, Yuevahe, God the Father. So Jesus didn't say anything unless the Father said it, and Jesus didn't do anything unless he saw the Father do it. Now you say, well, how did he see the Father do it? He could see in the spirit realm, and there are many people on planet Earth that can do that. My mother can do that. Sometimes I can do that. So... He basically was attacked on the first category, which is flesh. So once again, God looks at categories. He doesn't look at um, um, what type of sin it is, per se. He looks at the category. So what does Satan do? We, I talked about this 
We, faith, is a subatomic particle. And literally, if you believe and you speak the word of God into that realm, then that will materialize what you're asking for. Watchman Nee did it and many others. So he knew that God had the, had the power to transform matter. We already know in this physical realm that we can take matter and we can transform it from what? From a solid of ice to a liquid water to a gas, right? And we also know that we have another level, which is plasma. So let's go on. Let's do this. So Satan, he knows. He knows how this works. And he told Jesus, since you say you're the son of God, turn the rock into bread. Because Jesus was hungry and he could have easily, easily done that. But he said no, and he he what did he what did he say, not right. So he he responded with the word of God. Man shall not eat, live by bread alone, but by every word of God. So God's word was his bread in essence. So Jesus shut down category number one. Here we go. The lust of the what. Flesh, And of course, there's all sorts of other things other than gluttony and the food, which is a real big deal. It's something I've been battling for a long time, but God gave me a rhema word on that. And it's, it's more it's like you, I cast this weight, this weight of obesity, this weight of, of eating. Done. I've done it before with the help of the Holy Spirit, and I will do it again. So. Food is a really big deal. This is Adam. Adam, they failed the first category. The Adams ate from the tree of the fruit of the tree of the tree of good, good and not good and evil. Right. So it was some good on the tree, but there was also evil, the knowledge of good and evil. So Adam and Eve fell. Uh, uh, Jesus, what path? Ding, 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 ding. He did not eat, so he passed the first category. But that the the, the category of the the lust of the flesh also applies to sexual appetites, right? We have you have the issue of um, you falling, you know, continually falling, falling, falling. That's a weight. That's a that may be the sin, whatever it is, whether it's a weight or the sin, you need to cast it to the Lord. But Jesus was tempted, but did not sin. So let's go to the next category, the lust of the eye. Now, this is a big problem for many people, especially the eye gate is a real big problem for men. Women too, but men especially. This is where pornography comes into play. This is where um, you look with lust at a woman or you look with lust at a man, women. So it's not just restricted to men. So are you um, have the you you have the desire for riches and wealth and power. This falls in the category of the lust of the what? The lust of the eye. This is a serious issue in America, right? And guess what? Jesus was tempted. Basically, um, the enemy showed Jesus all the wealth and the wonders and the glory 
that God had given to the Adams that he tricked and deceived them out of. And he offered it to Jesus without going through the cross. That's the bottom line. And you will only be tempted with something that is in you. They're not going to tempt you with something that you don't want. I'm not going to get tempted with sauerkraut, (laughs) okay, because I'm not interested in sauerkraut. But I can be tempted with, let's say, what did I used to eat all the time that I hardly don't eat anymore? I used to be big into brownies with um, white chocolate, no, white ice cream on top, white vanilla. Yeah, I love that. Don't eat that hardly anymore. I don't recall eating it in a very long time. But so the lust of the eye is a problem. And this can this can be a problem in what? Marriages, right? Husband looking at another woman, wife looking at another man, husband and wife looking at somebody else's house, looking at somebody else's life. This is a real problem with uh, Facebook and all the, the all these different um um, social media platforms where you don't this is this is not real life but people are are all tied up into somebody else's life the lust of the what i jesus once again shut it down with the word of god right he said no no not interested and basically all of every one of his responses came from deuteronomy Right. The book of Deuteronomy. So anyway, so then the final one, the pride of life. This is a problem. Pride is a big problem. It was the sin that Satan fell. Satan fell in this category. He wanted to be what? God. And guess what? Guess how he tempted the Adams? He tempted the Adams by saying, don't you want to be like God? That was what he wanted, right? So the pride of life. So Satan takes Jesus up to the pinnacle, right? To the pinnacle of, I believe it was, um, of the temple. And he wanted him, he says, jump off. You know that. And guess what? He, Satan got smart. He started using the word of God too. He says, if you jump off, you know that angels... Angels will will cap, capture you. They won't let you fall. They won't let you stumble and hurt your foot. You will not die because God will send his angel to put that he placed charge over you to protect you. And of course, this is in front of a bunch of people. Right. So this is kind of like um, showing off. But once again, Jesus passed the test. Right. Right. Thou shalt not test the Lord thy God. Thou, in the second category, I'm sorry I didn't say it. Um, Jesus said, Thou, I will we worship, I will only worship the Lord thy God, because Satan wanted him to bow down and worship him in exchange for all the wealth and all the um riches and treasures of this world. And you know he was lying, right? So don't even fall for it. But the bottom line was, he said, I will, worship the, I will worship the Lord thy God and him only. And then when he got to the third, the third one, he said, thou shalt not test the Lord thy God. So guess what? Satan lost. Jesus passed. Thank you, Jesus. So we, too, have this same issue, the lust of the flesh. 
the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. These are the categories where your marriage will be tested, where your marriage will be bombarded. And guess what? Satan never, ever plays fair. He will attack you when you're the most tired. When you've been working with the children all day or you're working on your job all day and you got a lot of stress on your job and you're trying to, there's, there's talk of layoffs on your job and, and all of this and, and all this is running in your head and you're wondering about how, what will happen to the house note and what will happen with the kids' tuition for school and, well, I promised I wanted to get my wife this car and all these things. All of this is swirling the lust the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of life. This is the categories that your marriage will be attacked and you will be ta attacked at your most vulnerable. You will be approached when you are in the, when you had the biggest fight ever with your spouse, your old boyfriend, a call your old girlfriend, a call or a new person, call, or you have a very sympathetic person of the opposite sex. That just says that your spouse is a monster and you're an angel, right? Yeah. Doesn't work, guys. It doesn't work. And anything, anything that is built on anything that you obtain through the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life, anything that you re receive in those categories will not last will will be destroyed. And maybe that's why a lot of marriages are not faring well because it's one of those three categories, primarily lust of the eye, right? The lust of the eye. You 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 lust after your spouse. And that is not good. Yes, you can have eros. Yes, you have sexual Desires, and that's good, but lust is another level. It's, it's another domain. You don't want to go, yes, desires are good. God created emotions. God created desires, but lust gets it a little twisted, right? And so, as we move forward to divorce-proof our marriage, you need to find whatever the sin is because there's always the sin. We've got issues in a lot of areas. We've got weights, okay? And not all weights are sin. Let's get this straight. Not all weights are sin. And not, but guess what? All sin is weights. So did you hear what I just said? Not all weights are sins, but all sins are weights. And so, we need to make sure that we cast our cares, we cast our weights onto Christ Jesus. That's the new revelation for me, the casting my weight, casting this area that's um, the enemy has been pounding on me for ever since I, I can remember. Pounding and pounding and pounding and I fall and then I get back up and I ask for forgiveness, I repent. I fall again, I ask for forgiveness, and I repent. I fall again, I ask for forgiveness, I repent. And I progressively get stronger. I prog progressively, but the, but the true solution is to whatever that area is that you are getting defeated by the enemy. 
And it's going to be in three categories. One of those three, if not all three, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. Whatever that is, find the word of God that's the antidote to that. And you will divorce proof. You will protect your marriage. You will protect your marriage. Yes. So God loves us and he has a plan for each and every one of us. And he has a plan for your marriage and he has a plan for your family and he has a plan for you and your family in your community. You and your family in your community and your state. You and your family in your community and the nation. You and your family and your community in your state, in your nation, in the world. Right? Yes. Yes. God has a beautiful plan. And we can have his best. We can be aware that we have an enemy. His name is Satan. And he hates us and he hates marriage even more than us. Why? Because marriage represents the very image of God. Yes, we were created in God's image, man and woman. But marriage represents the very image of the Godhead, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And of course, Satan is very angry. And he wants to take out as many people as he can with him, right? So we need to get into the word, read the word, get find my first breakthrough in my Bible was the living Bible. My first spiritual godmother was Yvonne Crook. She told me to get two books, Pigs in a Parlor and Watchman Nee, The Spiritual Man. Basically, the nanny to the king's children of that nation that he went, she went to. So she definitely had a major impact for the kingdom. She came back to San Francisco and opened up a soup kitchen. And then at, towards the latter part of her life, she went back to her home in Mississippi, I believe it was, and, you know, finished out her life here on planet Earth. And she told me to buy the Living Bible. That was um, phenomenal because I had a hard time with the King James. And so now I had something that I could read and I can understand. But we have so many awesome translations. William Tyndale, William Tyndale, a mighty man of God, did the translation of the um, Bible from the Greek and and the Hebrew and the Latin, because it was translated in Latin too, into English or at that, you know, and so almost 80, 80, over 80 percent of all translations are based on William Tyndale's translation. And of course, Satan took him out in the end. But God, he was he fulfilled his destiny. He did the translation with the help of a very, very wealthy um, entrepreneur who basically loved God and his kingdom and used his wealth to further the mission of the kingdom of God. So find a translation. I love this newest, latest one called The Passion. So with the phone now, you can get any translation you want. But you want to what? You want to memorize, start memorizing and meditating on God's word because you can pull it up when you're when you're in time of trouble. It got to the point where 
of course, now Satan attacks me in that twilight zone, in that zone where you're between half awake and half asleep. I told you he never plays fair. And I never forget one time he attacked me during that that in between being awake and asleep. And the word of God literally came out of my spirit, came up through my soul, came up on my body. And I shot it down in the, in the dream, in that dream state. With the word of God That's how much word was in me So Why? Because If you will hold on And not give up on your marriage You will receive Such awesome rewards There there are things that Only people Who have been married through, Through the good times And the bad times Only those people they have they have something very special um, towards the end, and I just love watching the the elderly couples holding hands and walking. You know, I just I look at them and I just smile. You know, because I think that's awesome. Um, I didn't make it, but guess what? I'm going to try to make sure as many people that God gives me an opportunity to witness to, as many people that hear this broadcast, I'm going to I'm going to give it all I got. You, Satan, the biggest mistake Satan ever made was messing with my marriage and destroy, and destroying my marriage because I am going to do everything I can to spread the word of God. For the saving of every marriage on planet earth in Jesus the Christ's name. And I'm telling you, if you will listen to my broadcast and you can find um, the path into the glory zone. It's a blog that I started in 2009. And I am I've been um, God has basically been supporting this for a long time and he's finally released me to 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 ask people to become sponsors donors sponsors or partners and each one has a different level of benefits partners being the highest levels of benefit and you can do it via zelle with my telephone number 816-678-6838 that's 816 816- 678-6838 and I'm about to put Google um, Pay on there but right now Zelle is the only thing on there for now and you can also send it by mail my P.O. Box is also on my blog and my P.O. Box is 5275 Tallahassee, Florida 32314 that's P.O. Box 5275 Tallahassee, Florida 32314 so so far is Zelle and it's the P.O. Box but I should have Google Pay Amazon Pay Apple Pay all of those up on my blog on my website soon so I want to not end this broadcast without saying Romans 10 9 if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead You will be saved. Thank you for once again joining me on Enter the Glory Zone, 94.1 FM, Wave 94.